You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we are back for another episode this week. And wow, I have been so busy over here in the Mitro home office working on a ginormous project that I cannot wait to put out into the world. And if you want to be the first to know about it, you really need to head to the show notes and you need to click the link for the three secrets to recruiting like a rock star masterclass that I am going to be hosting on Wednesday, the 21st of September, because on that masterclass, I am going to be talking about my top, my top like business tips and advice and, and strategies for how I grew my organization to the top in the industry and how I really became a rock star confident recruiter and brought in 20 to 30 team members every single month into my organization and was creating not just, you know, success for myself, but success for my downline. So I'm going to be teaching a masterclass. It's free. You can come hang out with me next Wednesday night, the 21st. And even if the time or date is not good for you, as long as you register, I'll send you the recording. It'll be available for a limited time. So you're going to want to check that out. But I've been working on a project. And on the 21st, I get to announce my project, which I'm super excited about too. But today we're going to sort of, we're going to segue into next week's conversation about Rockstar Recruitment. We're going to kind of talk about, we're going to talk about that today. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, as I'm talking to people in other industries, as I've mentored my own team members over the past 11 years, you know, a lot of times these are the things that I really see that stand in the way of people really growing their teams. It's like people get so far with the customer base, right? They get so far with, you know, growing even to a lower leadership level but they can't seem to like raise the lid and exponentially create leaders on their team because they don't do these seven things that we're going to talk through today. We're going to really walk through them. And it's important that as I'm sharing some of the prep work to what it means to become a rock star recruiter, to build a thriving organization, I want you to kind of grade yourself on each of these areas and say, where am I the weakest? Where do I need to strengthen my skill set, my mindset, you know, the way that I'm showing up, the way that I'm approaching the business, because I believe that for many of us, there, there are some major gaps. And sometimes on the outside, it can look like you're doing everything. And maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're at your wits end because you're thinking to yourself, gosh, I feel like I'm doing all of the things that other people are telling me to do, but I'm not seeing the same results that they are. Why are they getting people that are showing up in their inbox wanting to join their team? Why are they rank advancing? Why do they have more leaders on their team, right? Why is their social media doing so much better than mine is? 
And we start to play this comparison game and it's really hard to, it's really hard to say from an outside perspective, like a surface level, oh yeah, I can look at your account and see exactly why you're not recruiting the number of working members to your team that you want to be. It really requires a deeper dive, like peeling the layers of the onion back to see what could actually be standing in your way. And so we're going to talk that through today. So I hope you have your paper and your pen and you're ready to take some notes. And I hope that you're ready to interact with me on social after this podcast episode is over. Tell me what you love most about it. Screenshot it, share it, get the news out there. And again, don't forget to go register for the webinar masterclass next Wednesday, the 21st. Okay, so let's get started. So I want to talk about recruitment. Recruitment number one is not a bad thing. I did a little I did a little poll on my Instagram stories a couple of weeks ago where I had asked people the question, do you like the word recruitment? When you're building your team, do you use the word recruiting? And most people were like, no, I don't use the word recruiting. I don't like that word. I use the term like growing my team or building my community or building my tribe or social selling or brand ambassador. And so Those things are fine, but at the end of the day, you are essentially going out there and recruiting people that you think would make amazing fit, an amazing fit for your organization. And and if you think about it like a owner of a sports team, you have your list of prospects, and then you go and you watch your list of prospects play. You You introduce yourself to them. You walk up to them and you say, hey, my name's Melanie Mitro and I'm a recruiter for the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? And I want to talk to you about your, your football career. And so we start a conversation. We make the introduction. It sort of is that initial eye contact. Is there any energy? Is there any connection? And then from there, we may take the person out to dinner and we might share a little bit about the organization and our vision and our mission and the way we do business, right? And so again, we're trying to see, does the other person have the same core values? Do they like what we have to offer, right? And then from there, we might send them more information on the organization. We might invite them into a practice and and we may go watch more of their games. And so it's this evaluation process on both sides where the recruiting, the recruiting, you know, team is really evaluating whether this person is a good fit. And then the person that is the athlete is determining if, if the, you know, organization is a good fit for them. And that's exactly what we do when we're looking for people to join our team. We are looking for the right people. Obviously, when it comes to direct sales, anybody can join your team, but we don't want everybody to join our team, right? We want the right people. We want people that are going to be a natural fit. And it doesn't always work out just like even recruiters go through the whole process of bringing somebody into the team and it doesn't work out. And that's okay. That is life. But at the end of the day, you're going through the same exact process. You are essentially going out there and you have a list of people that you feel would make a great fit for your team. And over time, as you discover more individuals through doing your job, your list grows and who you're networking with grows and who you're building relationships with grows and the people you invite grows, and then your team ultimately grows. But if you're not doing that, if that isn't a focus of your business is recruitment and really fostering these relationships, 
then you're right. You don't have a working team. You don't have a thriving organization. If you're sitting there saying, I don't have anybody that's filling out my application or is coming to me, you have to look and say, well, am I making an attempt to even form relationships with other people? Am I even setting up handshakes on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Or am I just talking about the company's products, right? Am I just selling the products and that specific experience? And I would venture to say that a lot of you are not doing the side of the business that you need to be doing. And it stems from, I'm nervous. I don't know what to say. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't feel like I'm successful enough yet to invite people. And that's all valid feelings. We've all been there. We've all felt that way when we started, but we have to start somewhere. We have to put ourselves in a position where we are open right? Open and willing to go out and have these difficult conversations because they're new and uncomfortable and we've never done them before. We're going to fumble around. And it's going to feel a little awkward at first. So it's important. It's important for you to know we all start at the beginning. So here's what we need to number one. Number one, we're going to go back to the sports analogy, right? So a recruiter for a sports team, they are, they are, a huge fan of the company, right? If if they walked into if they walked into a meeting with a player and sat down and they were like, "Hi, I'm here from the the Pittsburgh Steelers and I'm real excited to talk to you about um, becoming a Steeler." Your energy immediately did you just did you guys just feel that like it went? Vroom. So when you talk to somebody, if you walk in and you're like, "Hi, my name is Melanie Mitro and I, you know, um, I think you would have you ever." Have you ever thought about doing what I do? Do you know what I do? I'm 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 a I'm a beach buddy coach. And so immediately the person's like, what? Get to the point. Who are you? You're like you can feel the lack of confidence in that conversation. So number one, we have to be proof that the product works. Right. We have to be proof that we have to be, we have to believe in the company, in the products. Okay. So when you walk into a meeting, whether it's a virtual meeting or it's an in person meeting, it, you have to exude confidence. You have to be like, hi, my name is Melanie Mitro and I am from the Pittsburgh Steelers and we are the freaking best team in the nation. Right. And I am so excited to talk about our organization and what we have to offer and what we bring to the table. Right. And so I'm excited about it. Or if I'm in direct sales and somebody comes up to me and says, oh, my gosh, your your skin looks amazing. What what products do you use? And you're like, I, I use you know, Rodin and Fields. Let me sit down. Let me tell you all about it. And it's changed my life. And I used to have horrible skin texture and uneven skin tone and really dark circles. And literally over the past six months of changing my skincare, it's like night and day. You have to try these products. They are amazing. And so you can just feel that energy and that excitement. So do you have that passion? So if you don't have that passion, I'll ask you to ask, are you using the products? Are you using the company's products? And do you believe in them? So if they're not working for you, that's really the first step is you need to use the company's products. You need to go through their programs if they have programs. And you need to be a walking testimonial, a walking billboard, because that is truly, those are the people that are growing the organizations that are crushing top sales in the company. It's because they're living and breathing the company's products and the company's programs. They believe in them. They know that they work because they have a firsthand testimonial. And also, 
You have to have belief in your company's vision and mission and their compensation plan. Because if you're sitting here right now going, I just don't, I don't believe in the company. I, I don't believe that they have a good compensation plan. I don't believe that they reward people in the field well. I, I don't believe that they have our best interest at heart, right? Like, I'm just not sure that I believe in the actual company. You're not going to want to introduce people to that company company because you don't believe in it. All right. So that's what I need you to first think about is, do I believe in the company's products and services, but I all, do I also believe in, in the company as a whole and their compensation plan and the way they do business? Because when you believe that's like fire, that's instant confidence, right? People feel that even if you don't know what you're talking about when you're talking to somebody about the opportunity, if you're just excited and passionate about it and you're like, I don't know, I don't have all the answers, but I'll figure it out because I know that this business is legit and I know there's a lot of opportunity there. People will still follow that. And perfect testament to that is myself. That was me, you know, first six months of the business. I, I didn't know a lot about the company's compensation plan. I didn't know how to build rock stars, but I was excited about the possibility of learning. I was excited about what success I was having so far. And I was shouting that from the rooftops because I believed in it. It was already making a difference in my life on a, on a very basic level financially. So yeah, I was shouting that from the rooftops. So belief in yourself, belief in the products, belief in the company. Those are really the first things that are, are really important. The second thing is you have to be willing to sell the product, right? Like selling the actual product is, is step number two. And what I mean by that is we, when we start out in the business, where we start to gain our biggest momentum is by really selling the product. And once people get in the door, right, and I'm effectively able to invite people to try out our company's products and I'm matching people with them and they are loving them and I'm walking through that customer service experience and I'm creating a, a community of like-minded, in my case, women who love wellness and I'm creating an online wellness community what is happening is I'm learning to serve these people. And as they are having their own product experience and they are getting results, it's now building confidence in myself, right? I'm now going, oh my gosh, the products just didn't work for me. But look, I've helped, I've helped this person achieve their wellness goals. And then I helped this person achieve their wellness goals and more confidence. And so the more people that I connect to the products, the more my confidence builds that I too can build this business. And so you need to have that confidence. If you're wanting to build a team, you have to get in there and you've got to build a customer base. And it can't just be one or two customers a month, like get in there and build a customer base, set a goal for yourself, five, 10 customers every single month that you're onboarding. Once you hit five and 10 customers a month up that, right? Uh, start adding as many customers as you can until you get to a point where you say, this is what I can handle. This is what makes me feel good. This is the quality of service I can deliver at the level that I want to deliver it at, right? And then you scale that. And so once you build that customer confidence in, I can go out and I can, I can invite people to try the products. I can match them with the right products. I can help them get results. Now you've created this community of people that are natural advocates for you. 
Okay. And also what you've done is you've built your own confidence. Okay. It's not just me. I can actually build this on a larger scale. And so that, but there, there are some things that go into starting to really grow a customer base. You have to be, and the next one is you got to create a brand, right? You have to create a brand around why you do what you do. So when it comes to the product experience, if I am in the wellness industry, and I need to create a brand around why I do what I do, my stance is going to be, you know, in the last 18 months, I've been on an anti-inflammatory journey and I've completely reversed a lot of my symptoms because of the way I've been eating, the way I've been moving my body, the way I've been taking care of myself, the way I've been managing my thoughts and my stress level. And I want to shout it from the rooftops that women in their 40s do not have to accept their symptoms and say, this is just how it is the older you get, right? So I'm going to start adding value on social media that is around being a woman in her 40s that is going through some crazy wild hormonal stuff, but is really looking at food as medicine is really looking at movement as you know as as medicine and fuel for her body right and really looking at like stress and self-care and setting healthy boundaries as a way to navigate through life and really keep your keep yourself balanced and have more energy and have more strength and have more patience and not be irritable all of those things all of those things that women in their 40s start to think about so i'm going to show up and create a brand around that which means when i show up on my public social platforms i'm talking about exercises for women in their 40s. I'm talking about how to have healthy boundaries in your 40s. I'm talking about how to take care of your skin in your 40s. I'm talking about my favorite products, my favorite wellness brands, the kinds of exercises I'm doing and why lifting weights is so important and all of those things. And so I'm creating this wellness community around why I do what I do. I'm not just holding up a shaker cup and saying, drink this pre-workout, right? It'll make you have energy to get through your workout today. I'm really teaching women how to actually show up as the best version of themselves. And as they start to follow my social, they start to see a little more of what I do. They begin to ask questions. They're liking, they're commenting. What supplements do you take? You know, I really struggle with going to bed early. Can you tell me what you do, right? What are the things you're reading? And so the more that I'm sharing, the more women are asking questions and the more it's feeding content. And if women want to work in my wellness community, this is where we begin to connect, right? Now I'm inviting them. But if you aren't creating a brand around why you do what you do, you're just going to be another person that's slinging their that's slinging their supplements on social. You really have to have a stance. You have to have a reason for why you do what you do. What sets you apart from the rest? And when you guys like really struggle in this area, but it's because you overcomplicate it. It's because you compare yourself to other people and you think to yourself, like, I got to do it the way she does, or I don't have a hundred thousand followers, or, you know, I don't have the results that she has. And we start to like get in our own head about it and we don't need to, it doesn't need to be that complex. It is very, very simple. Why, what, how are the products impacting your life? What value do you feel like you can add? And I guarantee most people don't know the simple things that you're taking for granted today that have already changed your life. Okay, next. We've kind of already talked about this, but serving people well is incredibly important. You know, when we are so focused on making sales and bringing people in, it's like, great, thanks for your sale. 
on to the next. Next person, thank you for your purchase, on to the next. It needs to be, thank you for your purchase. Let me help you get started. Here's what you can expect when you get your product in the mail. Here's how you troubleshoot, right? If you're having X, Y, and Z issues. Let me welcome you to my wellness community, beauty community, right? Whatever it might be. Do you have a process for serving a client really well? Because what you want people to feel like you care and you should care about them, but you want them to know that they matter, that their that their problems matter. You hear them and you are truly there to help them. When people feel like they're served well, they don't ever want to leave, which means they will be lifers. They will refer people to you. They will buy repeat like products and they will try new things when they're launched. Anything you love, they're most likely going to try because they actually trust that you have their best interest at heart. So ways that I serve people really well are welcome email when they sign up, um, a reminder about, you know, a check-in with them, maybe seven, 10 days after they've placed their order to see if they've received their product in the mail. I welcome them to the wellness community and introduce them to the group. I make sure that they're started right and they understand how to navigate through the wellness community successfully. And then I check in with them on a weekly basis, especially through the first 30 to 60 days. And then I I serve them inside of the wellness community. And I make sure that I'm checking in with them. If I notice they go quiet, I'm sending a message and I'm just being a supportive, you know, mentor and, you know, an upline or somebody that they've purchased from, right? So if you don't serve people well, they're not going to stick around. If you are, thanks for your order, on to the next, you won't have anybody to invite to the business opportunity because you didn't serve people well enough for them to get results. And testimonials is what sells, right? You need those testimonials. You have to serve people really well. And I know people that are so different. Like if I I love the anti-inflammatory, that's how I'm going to serve people. I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about self-care and a lot of time talking about, you know, in inflammatory foods and how to decrease inflammation in your body. And when women come into my group, they're going to get that. That's the wellness community where somebody else is going to come in and it's going to be all about gratitude and somebody else is going to come in and it's going to be all about fun, right? It's all about you about prizes and unity and maybe even just like getting together on Zoom and talking about life, right? So serve your people well based on who you are and how you love to serve people. And again, putting your blinders on to what other people are doing and saying it doesn't matter what they do. What do I do that I bring to the table? And then it's really important that as we are building this community of people that we're not saying, okay, in six months from now, I'll start building my network marketing business, my team. But right now I just need to, I just need to get customers in. If you're listening to this podcast episode and you are saying to yourself, I want to know how to build a team, Melanie, I want to, well, you got to start inviting people and it's twofold. You have to be, yes. And I know I'm throwing a lot at you. Yes. You've got to serve people. Well, you have to serve your social media. You've got to serve your customers well. And 
then you also have to be talking about the opportunity. So going back to what I said at the beginning, I'm prospecting, right? I'm prospecting all the time out inside of my wellness community. I'm looking at the new people that are in there and I'm looking at their energy. I'm looking at their efforts. I'm looking at their product consistency. And if I see somebody who's loving it, if I see somebody who's already even just sharing on social media without me asking or prompting them, I'm going to write them down. I'm going to make sure I'm engaging back. I'm going to make sure when they post on social, I'm leaving a comment. And this isn't icky. This is building a relationship, you guys. I'm just building. It's networking. It's online networking. So really it's twofold. I'm looking at my current customers. Who are the people that are getting results? Who are the people that are excited? Who are the people that are naturally being proof that the products actually work? Those are going to be the people I'm going to set up the first handshake with. I'm going to approach them and say, Hey, Lindsay, right? You are an amazing customer. You are rocking, you know, your your skincare detox, right? And I just wanted to reach out and ask, have you ever thought about being a beauty consultant? I think you would make amazing addition to my team. I'd love to share a little bit more information with you. Can I send it to you? That's such an easy invite. You've acknowledged them. You've complimented them on their journey so far. And then you've said, can I share some more information? I I feel like you would be a great addition to my team. Nothing wrong with that. So are inside of your customer or VIP groups right now, make a list of people. And as you're making the list, I want you to send them a message. Very simple. That, my friends, is something I did from day one. Day one. If you don't have any customers to invite, then we need to go back to the customer side of it. Let's get out there. Come on, people. Like, let's let's invite. We can't grow a team if we don't have customers. So let's get a move on it, right? Next, I'm also simultaneously, I'm thinking about the people that I run into in the grocery store, at church, in the pickup line, at open house, right? It's sporting events. I'm, I'm always listening. And I'm, when people say, you know, gosh, I hate my job, or when people say things like I'm looking for a part-time job, or people are like, what is it that you do? I see you on social media, right? I'm always listening for those things. And in the moment, sometimes I will walk away and go, ah, oh, I should have invited them. But I do. I will go back. I'll go find them on Facebook. I'll go find them on Instagram. I'll send them an email. And I will say, you know, hey, Lindsay, we were standing, you know, at football this week and we were chatting about, you know, the kids being back to school. And you had asked me about what I do as a wellness mentor. And I should have invited you. And I'm sorry, but are you, is that something you're interested in? Because I'd be more than happy to send you some information to see if it is something that you connect with. Can I send you over a short video? And that's a simple invite. So you're looking for people in the community that you connect with that you can send an invite to. You're looking for people even online. If you see somebody online that you're friends with or connected with that is talking about not loving their job or wanting some different opportunities, right? Or even just people that constantly, anytime you post about your business are liking it, those are people you want to reach out to. So even now, it's not, I'm going to wait until I'm at a certain rank or level. It is right now, I'm going to start prospecting people. I'm going to pay attention to who is giving me subtle cues that they might be interested, okay? And then the last thing is, is I'm going to talk about my wins as I'm 
as I'm having them. If I've made my first paycheck, I'm going to talk about that. If I've, you know, my kids, if my kids are influenced by my positive behavior or the personal development book that I'm reading in my business is now helping me parent my children, I'm going to talk about what that specific example was and, and how I'm a more patient mom because of my direct sales business or how I love that I can work from the pickup line and I don't have to worry about childcare and I, you know, don't have to worry about asking for days off. And it's a perk. It's a perk of owning your own business and anybody can do it. Right. And so I'm talking about that stuff all the time because what it's doing is it's starting to connect the dots for people that are watching me because maybe I invited somebody that was inside of my customer groups and they said, nah, it's not for me. Right. They said, I don't think that's something I'm interested in. Fine. No problem. If you ever change your mind, let me know. I'll be happy to share. We'll be happy to continue this conversation later. If not, I just love having you as a customer. When somebody says, no, I'm not going to continue to follow up with them. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to show up. I'm going to let my media, right. I'm going to let my example really speak for itself. And if somebody is a no, not right now, they're going to determine that not me. And I'm going to keep creating opportunities for people to be interested through my behavior, through the way that I show up and the way that I lead by example. And that is so incredibly important because over the past, you know, 11 years, as I've been having conversations with my customers and as I have conversations with people in the community or that I'm meeting on social media that I'm connecting with, right? a few things are happening. Some are saying yes. Some are saying no, not right now. Some are saying maybe later. But what I'm doing is I'm continuing to talk about my wins and how it's growing and what I'm what I'm learning and how my business is, you know, taking off. And what's happening is those people are circling back around. I'm ready now. Tell me more. I want to join your, your business opportunity event. I think I'm ready. But none of that would have happened if I wasn't continuing to share my business wins right from the get-go. All the wins, all, every small, tiny, minuscule win, I made it a big deal. Because if I didn't share those things, people wouldn't have known that I was reaching success. I, and, it, and really, you have no more credibility when you have 100,000 followers than you do when you have 100 followers. Okay. It's all about your action. Action is what matters. It's not about, right. Your rank in a company or the title that you hold. It is about your consistency and follow through and showing up. All right. So now as we reflect on all of this, right. And we begin to say, all right, I want to grow a team. I want you to start to go back through this podcast episode and say, do I have belief? And if I have belief in the company and I have belief in the products, good, check. Am I showing that on my media as I am out there talking to other people? Does that come through naturally in conversations? If it does, great. If it doesn't, that we start right there. That's step number one. Then we need to make sure that we're selling the product because our first line of confidence building is selling product. And then the next step is I help those people get results. When I help those people get results, I feel more confident in what I'm doing, which means I want to invite more people to join my team in my business, right? I'm creating a brand. Why am I creating a brand? Because we need more people every day. We need more people that are finding us. We need more people that are, that are interested. We need more people that are opting in. That's important. The only way we raise awareness and grow our brand is through creating consistent content and putting it out there. We're serving people really, really well. 
Serving people really well means that they are either staying loyal and they're never leaving, they're referring people to us, or they're eventually joining our team. And we can't be afraid to send the invites. Listen, nobody has a big following. Well, I didn't have a big following when I started my direct sales business. And there are lots of people that are top in industry that still have a pretty small following, but they just have confidence. They have confidence in themselves, in the products, going out there, inviting. And even if they don't have all the answers, because I'm pretty sure they don't have all the answers either, they're still taking action. So these are the things that are so important. If you notice, this is a well-rounded strategy. And I'm sure that I forgot a few things in there as well. When I think about direct sales done right, when I think about recruiting and making it feel good and not icky, these are the things I think about. This is building a loyal business. It is not spamming people. It is building the relationship. It is making sure somebody is a good fit. It is being honest and transparent about the opportunity, but being excited about leading them down the path of new possibilities. You guys, we cannot sit back and wait for people to come to us. If you want your dreams to become your reality, you've got to go out there and make it happen. And that means getting uncomfortable, being willing to get uncomfortable so that so that you can achieve your vision, so that you can help other people achieve their visions as well. And that's the beauty of building a business. And once I understood that once I understood how fast my dreams could become my reality through building a team, I was all freaking in. And I want you to be the same way, guys. Like you can do this, and it doesn't matter how long you've been in the business. You just need to draw a line in the sand and you just need to make a decision to go for it. All right. So here's what we're going to do. You guys, if you love today's episode, number one, take a screenshot, go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This helps my podcast get found by other direct sales business owners. And then leave me, after you leave a rating and review, go over to Instagram, tag me, tell me what your biggest takeaway was from today. And then final, I want you to go register for the three secrets to recruiting like a rock star masterclass. Again, next Wednesday, September the 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Share it with your downline. Share it with your team. Invite them to join. We're going to be talking all about building a team. And I'll be spending time at the end going over a little bit of Q&A. You guys can pick my brain. Ask me anything that you want there at the end. It is going to be amazing. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with me for another episode of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. I will see you back here next week.